this is the recap uh, podcast of Captain or not Captain America, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It might as well be Captain America. Might as well. It might as well. Yeah. But we just got Sam and Bucky, two dudes trying to figure it out. Two dudes. And we're two dudes. We're also trying to figure it out. Also. So here we go. Um, so we watched it twice now since yeah. it came out yesterday yeah yeah so you know one day later but um i feel like we've learned a lot from this episode and i think they've given us a little bit of information of what we're going to see from the show just from what we saw in it plus what was in the credits and what the actors have spoken on i believe yeah yeah um though still no mephisto (laughs) you know Definitely upset about that, but, you know, first episode, maybe we'll see it in, like, three or four. Who knows? Maybe. To just show, like, hey, guys, I'm in this. It's me, Satan. Yeah, but who was in it, though, was Torres. Who the fuck is that dude? Okay, okay. Mind if I do a little breakdown of Torres in the comics right quick? Go ahead. Okay, in the comic books, um, Torres is essentially Falcon's successor when Falcon becomes Captain America. And unlike Falcon, who uses a suit with wings and whatnot on it, Torres' DNA was merged with a bird. So he's an actual bird person. Not like bird person from Rick and Morty, but a bird person. Okay. And he that he essentially got that power from a, a character named the Power Broker, who was just a guy who's known for enhancing humans. And there's also another guy that people expect to show up in the show. Now, in this, in this, in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm not sure if Torres is necessarily going to become the next Falcon or what me and Chris were saying earlier, maybe he might take up the Red Wing title. I'm cool with either one. Uh, I like him already as a character. And it's nice that Sam has a guy on the ground. I mean, I think it makes more sense. For him to be basically like, you know, the Robin to his Batman. Yeah, yeah. Because he was not necessarily Captain America's, you know, protege, but he's there to take up the mantle, yeah. him and Bucky both. What if Torres becomes like, you know, the kid on the block that they know, and they're about to, you know, they've seen some things, they're about to they're about to give him the, the rundown on being a superhero. Yeah. And... I still think that mutants are going to kind of show up. Mm-hmm. So, what if, what if, stay with me, we get Angel, but instead he becomes, you know, Red Wing. A two-for-one deal. Okay, so wait, are you saying that Torres is going to be like Angel? Yeah. From the X-Men? Yeah. But Red Wing at the same time? Yeah. That's an interesting theory. Have the powers of Angel... And essentially, like, kind of have that whole story arc. It would be weird to have two bird people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it'd be dumb. That, that'd be pretty fucking weird. But then again, a lot of people said it makes zero sense that the Falcon exists in a world with Iron Man and War Machine, which I don't agree with at all. Because, like, they... I mean, they're two different things. They're two different things. They do they do different things. Falcon has a little more uh, now, mobility in the air. Like... I will say that their roles are similar. Yeah. Because they're both friends to the two most important people in yeah the avengers 
But now that both of them are kind of out of the picture, some could say that they're now some of the important figures of the no, Avengers. I would love if, if Rhodey became Iron Man. I would love that. Like, I think it's well-deserved. I don't think he'd be going to do it. But if they was to be like, yeah, Rhodey is Iron Man now, I would be perfectly fine with it. Because that, that, in the comics, he was Iron Man for a good minute. But see, like, I don't think they'll do that, though. Yeah, yeah. Because I think both Rhodey and Sam have too much of a, a respect for their the people that they w- were protégés under. Yeah. I don't think that he wants... Now, he might change his name to something else like to like you know keep it like iron patriot yeah and sam keeping his as falcon maybe change it to something else you know maybe like the bald eagle or something i don't know yeah. you know something more patriot i don't know it could be anything but since they had so, so much respect for those two people i don't think they would ever take their name and i think that's one thing that you know we're gonna see from this is that you know since they have this new guy, yeah. whoever he's going to be, uh, being the new captain, there's no way that Sam's going to be okay with that. I-, I promise you in the next episode, we're definitely going to see him busting into whatever general or yeah. whatever that dude, who- whoever that dude was that like he gave the shield to. He's going to bust up in there going, I didn't give you the shield yeah. so that you could give it to somebody else. I gave it to you so you could put it in a museum where it, des- it deserved to be. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> let Okay, before we get to everything else, let me give you my theory of what's going to happen overall towards okay. the end of this. Okay. This, this Okay, this is official. This is official bad bloke theory right here. Okay. Nobody knows what that is, but okay. Put put We got to label on everything. Okay. <laughs> Towards the end of the series, Sam's going to get the shield back. Of course. He's going to go by the name Captain America. Hear me out. He's going to either keep the wing motif like in the comics or just straight up say, hey, no more wings. And Torres is either going to take up the title of Falcon or Red Wings towards the end. But, but what if, like... What if Captain America is saying that, you know, like, you know, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Anybody can, like, you know, wield the shield. What if it just becomes that they just become the Captain America team? That that, that, that could also work. Like, yeah. almost like they're, like, you know, because we never, like, and it was never said. But, like, I mean, he basically led his own cell within the Avengers. Yeah. But what if they just carry up that mantle and now, instead of there being the leader captain america of this of the group what if it's just like okay the representation of who cap was is the leader like none of them are the leader of the group because i don't think sam or uh bucky or anybody else in the avengers that are left could be the leader of that group yeah but what if they just all in memory of cap continued his legacy what if they do what the flag smashers are doing but under captain america yeah, yeah, like like, like they just, all shared the, the weight of the shield. Yeah, and like none of them could ever wield it, just like Thor's hammer. None of them could actually ever be worthy enough to wield it. Yeah, but together maybe they are. Something to think about. Or they can do a thing where like, and this is the third option, but it's probably <laughs> very unlikely. They can take a page out of what DC did with Batman a couple of years ago, and instead of having like a Batman Incorporated, where it's like a Batman in every country, every city across the globe, 
Kind of like the with, Iron Man project? Yeah. Okay. But do it with Captain America. Like, everyone is a protector of their own country. They don't necessarily need the super soldier serum, but they can just be someone who represents. But it's potentially that, like that might happen. That's potential. Yeah. Potentially. That, that, that has a lot of potential. But have it where, like, a guy in China and a guy in Africa, because basically it's Black Panther, so. But a guy in Argentina and, and places like that, they they represent what Captain America represents but for their country. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Captain America from the comics, but I mean, yeah. I know that for a fact that you have, uh, was it Captain UK or something like that? Yeah, yeah, you have uh, Captain Britain. Captain Britain. And he, so- he was actually mentioned in um, Endgame. And you have uh, Wolverine was basically like Canada's attempt to make a Captain America in the comics. I didn't know that, but yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. They could go that route with Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool, yeah. Like, since Deadpool's now technically going to be canon, he could be like, well, since everybody's a cap now, can I be Captain, uh, Captain ca- Canada? Can I be Captain Canada? Is that, is that okay? I would not want that guy representing my country at all, bro. <laughs> like, no! No! <laughs> like, the next time we see him, he just has a maple leaf just <laughs> stapled to, to his outfit. Oh my goodness, that'd be perfect. Okay, I think we need to move on to to, to Bucky's. Uh, yeah, we we definitely. But I mean, come on, <laughs> this it's part of the Marvel universe, so I feel like it's yeah, it 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 all it's like boomerang. It comes back to you. It's all coming back to you. Um, but let's talk about flag masters. Is that what they were? Flag smashers. Flag smashers. Uh-huh. Um. Let's talk about how that could possibly just be a cell group started by the American government or the remnants of S.H.I.E.L.D. in order to make Captain America again needed. Um, Not to reference another show, but almost kind of like how in The Boys they made their own enemies just so they could justify why they needed new superheroes. And it don't help if you go online and you see a lot of people already comparing New Cap to Homelander. Which I can totally see. Man, that's quick. I can totally it see. It just that. came out yesterday and yep. everybody's already doing it. Yeah. And like that's always an interesting concept in anything. Like the the big good government making their own enemies so their hero can look great. And now if the government is responsible for the flag smashers, that's mm-hmm. an interesting twist. I love that. And also, I mean, it even though they were in Switzerland, yeah. everyone was speaking German mm-hmm. which that already screams remnants of um, Hail Hydra. Yep. In fact, we already had Bucky say Hail Hydra. There's Hail no Hydra. need for him to say Hail Hydra in that scene. I mean, obviously. Well, he was working for Hydra. He was, yes, but yeah. I feel like that was almost a subliminal, like, hey, Hydra's still around. We haven't seen them in a while. What are they? And we know Baron Zemo is, is around. He was against Hydra. He was against Hydra. Remember that. But. But you know who else is still around? Zola. Ormin, uh, Ormin and Zola. Yeah. He's, he's still out there. That's still true. out there. We haven't seen it since Winter Soldier, but, but like, but we have all these pieces yeah. of Hydra still floating around. And Bucky even took out one of the, his Hydra like people that like he helped put into yeah. power. So it's obvious that they're still out there doing things. Definitely more like rats in the sewer, you know, like <laughs> hiding from from the light. Yeah. But what if they have, you know, what if they have a plan? What if, what if they're doing something? I mean, we haven't really seen them do anything in a while. Yeah. The last thing that we that I remember seeing them actually doing was when they were doing tests on uh, Wanda and uh, Quicksilver. Yeah. And we saw that again in WandaVision. 
And um, that scene in Ant Man where uh, Cross, Darren Cross, invited those guys mm-hmm. in. Then some of those guys were Hydra. Some of them was with the Ten Rings from uh, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Like it was a lot of shady people there. Yeah. So, like they're still around. They're just not as big as they used to be, unless they're pretending they're not as big as they used to be. Yeah. And like, but we still know they're there. Yeah. We still know that Hydra's around, and they they're being very quiet. Yeah. You know, I feel like Thanos was very loud, and since he was the main problem everyone kind of just like we'll get back to hydra and you know captain america probably thought he did a good job stamping them out but uh something tells me they're still around they're still kicking they're still ready to do some revolutionary stuff but still hydra cut one head off some more growing his flesh yeah yeah then and you know it's kind of like the uh you can infinitely cut something in half yeah just every time you cut it in half, it becomes smaller and smaller. But you still have, you know, two instead of one. Yeah. So it could be that that whole thing of, like, it's no longer this big threat. It's just this big threat that got turned into, you know, a million threats. But they're everywhere. Everywhere. It's like glitter. You throw it into a room. It's not. You're not getting rid of it. You'll always find it again. Time to move. <laughs> it's time to burn down the house. Burn it's time to do. house, bro haunted with glitter you, you gotta you gotta get that shit out now okay so with the flag smashers mm-hmm. the potential of the government creating them could potentially lead to them being super soldiers which is one of the three things that we speculate they might be yeah so if the government did create them then being super soldiers makes sense but what was the other thing you think they might be i still i just think that they're just a puppet head organization yeah. by either America's government or by something like the remnants of Hydra and they're the ones making pushing the new cap. Yeah. And like that's just their whole agenda. Is you know you know, there was that point in the comics where Captain America was working for Hydra. Yeah. Now I think in that storyline he was just like working for them so he'd get in closer. Uh no, actually that storyline history was uh, rewritten by black not black, goddamn it. Red Skull, mm-hmm. he used the uh, Cosmic Cube to essentially change Captain America's history. So he was a, hy- a Hydra soldier. Like, he wasn't undercover or anything. He was legit Captain Hydra until the Avengers fixed that. So now he's back to being still Captain America. Interesting. Yep. That was a crazy-ass storyline. Pretty good. No one's going to say it online because they're afraid of being murdered. But it was it was good. I'm going to say it. I don't care. I like, I like the storyline. It was pretty great. I mean, yeah. I didn't read it, so I don't, I don't know exactly uh, an opinion about it. I always thought it was just wild when, like, I saw <laughs> that floating around on the internet, and I'm like, "What? No, no." But I think this is a good way to incorporate a Captain Hydra. Yeah. Or as you said earlier, um, a U.S. agent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's John Walker, the guy that's now Captain America in the show, in the comics. His he go by the alias U.S. Agent. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the comics, he's canonically stronger than Captain America because he has more, he's more of a superhuman than Captain America is. So like he's stronger, a little faster, but he does not have like his morality and his command. Yeah, yeah. And maybe he starts out as being the Captain Hydra. Yeah. But they call him U.S. Agent. I mean, he could be both. He could be both. You know, like take on the role of of you know Captain Hydra, but actually be his name. And pseudonym for everything just be u.s agent yeah and then you're in the potential of thunderbolts 
being a thing. Okay, can, 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 I, can I talk about this for a second? Yeah. Because I'm really fucking excited. If we get Thunderbolts in this show, Black Widow, or just anything in the near future, I'm going to die. Because I love the Thunderbolts so much. I love both versions of the team. The team where the, master, the Masters of Evil pretend to be superheroes in the version where they was basically like, Marvel was like, let's make our own suicide squad, okay? And get these villains, put them on a team, and give them some government shit. Thunderbolt Ross is a perfect character to lead this. And if they do it, they can bring in so many characters because in the comics, fucking Deadpool was part of the team at one point. Elektra was. Uh, Punisher was. Red Hulk. Uh, they can bring in Songbird. They can even put Zemo up in there. Uh, one of my fan favorite theories is that they they might the government might fucking find Hawkeye and force him to lead lead the team, which I think would be pretty cool. Like especially if he goes back underneath the pseudonym Ronan. Yeah, like, and I really think this show is is setting up for that, especially if Thunderbolt Ross uh, pops up, which I kind of feel like he he is. I feel like he's gonna show up at some point. I feel like the only thing that keeps that from happening though is i feel like we're definitely going to see hawkeye just be retired yeah, yeah because he's already put so much on the line he almost lost his family once or he didn't lose it he didn't have his family for five years yeah. and it broke the man i don't think he would ever jeopardize like unless someone was holding his family hostage yeah and like i mean something has to happen because in his show, he is going to be back in action, but he's going to have, like, Kate Bishop with him. So, it could be something happens with his family, he gets her to come in and help, and then towards the end, he just leaves it all to her. Yeah, what if what if they did, like, a um, Taken? What if they do a Taken past it. S- scenario where, um, you know, his wife or his kids get taken, Yeah, and it's his job to try to get them back. And then, basically, at the end of that, you know, his daughter taking up the mantle as Hawkeye, or any other pseudonym they would like to take. I'm so excited for New Avengers. There's so many possibilities of who would be on that roster. And like I already know it for a fact you got Kate Kate Bishop is definitely gonna be on that team. Um hopefully Wiccan and Speed come back from WandaVision to be on it. I think her, her kids are great contenders. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Definitely Miss Marvel. I can I can see them doing that. Patriot, if he gets introduced in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I can definitely see him uh, being a part of it. Stature. Yeah. Remember I told you uh, Ant-Man's daughter, she becomes that. And she's going to have a bigger role than the third Ant-Man and Wasp. So I think they're just setting that up right now. They're, yeah. they're laying down the foundation. We yeah. probably won't see that for five or ten years maybe. It depends on how like, – It I might mean, be a while, yeah. Maybe five years is, is the amount because I feel like they're kind of just setting up foundation, building the yeah. skeletons of that house. Of They'll probably start a new Avenger line where it deals in Mephisto. But after that, I feel like that's going to be new Avengers. I feel like we're getting just like the second batch of Avengers where, you know, it's Spider-Man, Ant-Man, the Wasp, yeah. um, Doctor Strange, Captain um, Marvel, Captain Marvel. Um, even though she's been so in and out of the Marvel series as a whole. I, I think once they bring her back, they're going to know exactly what they want to do and she's going to be there. Like, she's going to be there. I just hope she plays well with I, everybody else. Yeah, I, I That's really all hope I hope. She do. It, it might turn out to be like a um, Cap and uh iron man again just kind of like butting heads with possibly like doctor strange and miss marvel just not getting along yeah i could see that but anyway to get back on track <laughs> to get back on track on the actual topic at hand do you think that like mutants are an actual thing now because i mean they implied that the guy could have been something yeah but they never said what he could have been like the flag flag smasher yeah guy. like 
the three things that I was I was I was speculating about is either mutants, inhumans, or super soldiers. But like we know, they would have said inhumans if they meant inhumans. They would have said super could, soldier or mutants if they meant if they meant. Well, that. But That's they, what I'm but saying. They, but they've always been really eh about saying mutants because they didn't own the. The actual property yeah, okay. title for that. Yeah, that. But they have Inhumans. They've already... Like, those no, are in the lore. This is the thing. They have Inhumans, but all that was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They never mentioned Inhumans in the movies, and at this point, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't really considered canon anymore. It's considered more of a adjacent universe now. Now, people are speculating that Kevin Feige might reintroduce Inhumans in the movies in a completely different way, which I'm okay with, or they might just slowly start to trickle some of that over in, into here, and that might be like... Uh, but since Deadpool is coming into the MCU, they've already pretty much stated that like they have mutants. And yeah, yeah. I still believe that Scarlet Witch is going to be the reason why mutants come to be. And I, and Whether I, it's a deal with Mephisto or if it's her power changing the DNA of everyone, like we saw with... Um, Monica. Monica. Yeah, like, like I think she might be a mutant. Like, oh, she is... She is. She has. Like, you know, she's so, not inhuman. Yeah. Like she's not part of that batch. Yeah. Like so, she has no, to be mutant. Where like, like her DNA got changed literally I by th- creation magic. I think mutants might come from Scarlet Witch, the stuff that she did, and the fact that that Infinity Gauntlet was snapped four times and sent all the radiation everywhere. Like that had to do something to somebody. Well, she. I mean, she has the power of those. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Stones, like, like so. all all that together had to do something. It had to do something. There's, there's no way people weren't, weren't affected but by see, that. But I feel like, you know, Westview, that was the name of the town? Yeah. I feel like that's basically Chernobyl now. Yeah. Of yeah. of the MCU as far as mutants. I yeah. feel like that's where, like, this nuclear meltdown happened of creation magic, and now everyone's going to be mutants. But no one has said mutants because it's new, and I feel like whenever they probably were filming this, they didn't maybe have the rights to mutants yet. Oh, no, they, they definitely did. They've been this since Dark Phoenix like last year. They got the rights to Fox. I want to say about three years ago at this point. So like they have they they can do it. I just think they're waiting to the right t- for the right time to just straight up say mutants. And and it's already been yeah. reported that the X Men movie that they're making is going to be called the Mutants. Yeah. So I don't know. Honestly, I, I just feel like the way yeah that they they hesitated on saying that shows they're leading up to something. Yeah. And they would have said super soldier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel, I feel like mutants is the word that they were going to say. Okay, so if we, had, if we had a tier list for what it possibly be, it would be mutants. Oh, I'm like 80% mutants, 15% inhumans, mm-hmm. and like 5% super soldier. Because they would have okay. said super soldier, super soldier if that was what they wanted. Okay, but if it was mutants, I understand Falcon potentially knowing about it. But do you think Torres would know anything about it? I mean, I really don't know anything about Torres. I don't know what clearance level that he has. I I, I just know he's a soldier. That's it. Yeah, but he's definitely so, like almost a spy. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, he was in the streets trying to figure out what was going on with the Flag Smashers, in civi- civilian clothing with a gun on him. Yeah. In a foreign country, like normal soldiers don't get to do that. He's I, some kind of special ops. I think it's just his young face that just makes you think like, what? How old is this guy? Like, how long has he been doing this? But, like, it does seem like he's been doing it for a while. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Like, I mean, as far as the military goes, he could have easily been, like, you know, right out of high school, went to a yeah. military uh, university, yeah. became a captain, or uh, I can't remember what the rank is that they get to be out, like, as soon as they get out the gate. But they get to be a ranking officer. Yeah. Um, and then, depending on how good he was, he could have easily made, you know, captain status, 
which is probably what he is. I don't mm-hmm. think they ever said his rank. They just said officer. They just said officer Torres. Is that what they said? I can probably look it up if you want me to. You know, I should have probably paid attention to that. Either way, he's he's not just some random guy with a gun. Yeah. That they assign like why that why would they randomly assign just uh, an infantry trooper to Falcon? The man's an Avenger. Yeah. Like he, not only that, he's uh, a well-renowned special ops flying, you know, Air Force unit. I can't remember what they were called, but they, they were, uh, what, what were they called? I know that they, they had a specific name. First Lieutenant. Okay. First Lieutenant. That's the title. That sounds very important. I mean, lieutenants are already, Yeah. I mean, they're usually in charge of a squad. He's an intelligence officer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, basically a spy. Yeah. He's basically a spy. I'm trying to remember my initial point now because I was so heavily trying to figure out if he was an officer or not. But that being said, I mean, he's high up in the, in the oh, we, as far as we officers. trying to figure out if it's mutants, how would he know? Knowing knowing his title and his position, if it is mutants, he probably would. He's an intelligence officer. He needs to know intelligence. Yeah. When they don't tell him things, that's when things go wrong. Yeah. And I feel like the the reason he was sent on that mission was probably to find out if it's a mutant or not. What if he's like part of a a whole task force that they're not telling Falcon, or maybe Falcon does know, and they just haven't said it yet. But they're after what happened in Westview. Maybe they're looking for mutants now. Yeah, it's possible they're looking for mutants. And also. To better say that maybe it's Hydra doing this, I don't think that they would have thrown him in the Flagmasters or Flag Smashers uh, wake if they if the actual government knew about it. Yeah, that's why I think that's Hydra trying to put up their own put up their own Captain America before the Avengers or the the U.S. government can actually do it, or even better yet, do it underneath the name of the U.S. government through officers and high-ranking officials that they have in their pockets. I think that's 100% possible. All right. I like that. Yeah. That's great. I I love this show so much. The only thing I have to say about it that makes me upset is that Sam and Bucky, they didn't say anything to each other. Yeah. In fact, Bucky is straight up ignoring Sam. I, 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 think, I think they did that in this first episode. So, like, you can just see what they've been doing on their own. Like, so you won't be under the impression they just, ever since they saw Captain America come back as old man, they've just been, like, joint at the hip since then. I, I, I just feel like, like, just as someone who likes to analyze film yeah. and how they could have done something differently, obviously, you know, I don't know what happened in the production. They could have had completely different schedules as far as actors, and that's why they couldn't get them together in that first episode. Who knows? There's, there's a whole lot of things that could have been there. Yeah. But I feel like they could have, at least in that last scene, had them, like, you know, maybe Bucky going, you know what? I'm going to take my therapist's advice. I haven't really been talking to anybody. Sam's been hitting me up. Let's go get coffee or something. Yeah. And they're out getting coffee. And maybe they're talking about something just super mundane. Just trying to catch up with each other. And then Bucky goes, no fucking way. And they turn and look on the, like, you know, Sam uh, turns yeah. and looks at the, at the at the TV and the coffee shop or whatever. Because obviously, like, that's frontline news. Yeah. That's going to immediately come up on wherever they're at getting food or whatever and then sam just looking at the tv going oh and then that's the 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 credits yeah i i legit thought bucky was gonna show up and uh when sam was in the boat trying to like work on it i thought bucky was gonna walk walk in and be like hey what's up like i thought it was gonna happen but i was like "Eh." it would have been cool though Mm, i don't know because like he's in new york right now yeah i'm saying i thought he would like call a flight or some shit like that and just be like Hey man, I saw your messages. What's up? 
and then that it would have went from there. It would have made more sense for yeah. Sam to show up wherever Bucky's at. Yeah. Because Sam can fly anywhere. He's both an Air Force pilot and the Falcon. Like, him traveling is a lot easier than it is for Bucky. Bucky's under watch. <laughs> he has so many things that he has to do. Like, he has yeah. a high list of things he's got to do. I feel like all things that Sam has to do, he could easily walk away from if he wanted to. Like, him worrying about the boat business like he could easily go to like afghanistan real quick and come yeah. right back is a good man because i would have been like don't worry about it <laughs> this is not my problem <laughs> you know what sell the boat sell the sell the fucking boat bro. you want to sell it go ahead i do like his family i'm not gonna lie i do like the falcon has a family oh yeah and like that his nephews call him uncle sam <laughs> and, and, I, and i feel like that whole aspect, especially since, you know, we live close to that area anyway. Yeah. I feel yeah. like there are people I probably know. Yeah. Like, I've no, interacted definitely. with people similar to them. Yeah. So, like, it, it, I don't know. Like, it just. Like, and I, how, how when he got to the docks and, like, those people was hitting him up. Yeah. Saying, what up, Sam? Yeah. Like that. And one dude, one dude asked, he said something about some money. Then Sam was like, once you pay my sister back $100. I was like, that's, that's the kind of conversations I'd have had with people down here, bro. Like that's it, it, was, it felt natural. It was very much like like they got that southern yeah you know kind of feel to Sam's perspective yeah. So I I, def- I definitely liked that hometown hero. That's that's essentially what he is. Yeah, basically. And, and and no one seems to really have any like thing against anything against him, which means he must have been coming back like every once in a while to just show up and be like, hey everybody, because sometimes when some people, especially out in the south, when you go yeah. off. And you don't come back for a while, people are gonna—they're not gonna like that. Yeah, they're but, not gonna like that. But I think they have so much respect for him, though, yeah. because you know he was a hero. He's a hero. He yeah. is an adventure. I think the only one that harbors, even if she doesn't admit it, I think his sister does harbor some kind of resentment for him. Yeah. For not being there when she needed him most, even though he was doing <laughs> literally the most important thing that he could have been doing. Yeah. But you know, I think some people like can't see outside their own perspective sometimes, and you know, yeah. They were trying to save the world, but maybe she's like, well, maybe if you hadn't been off trying to save the world, you know, what difference could you have made, you know, as Falcon Yeah. in that scenario? You know, you could have been here. You could have been helping us during times that we actually needed you instead of trying to fight things that you couldn't even actually fight. Hard being a hero, yeah. I'm, and I'm definitely glad of that perspective because, like, yeah. we haven't really seen that a lot from a lot of the, especially the Avengers. Yeah. Like, most of theirs, like, it's hard to be Avengers just because, like, oh, it's hard to deal with the actual threats they're dealing with. But I feel like this perspective, it's hard to be an Avenger because life still happens when we're not seeing them fight Ultron or fighting Thanos or and like some military government. Like, what are they doing in their off time? And, like, I mean, the thing with the Avengers is, like, most of them don't really even have, like, their own people to go to. Because think about it. Stark parents are dead. Everybody Captain yeah. is dead. No one knows anything about Black Widow. Hawkeye has a family. But they're still like under like Shield knows about him and everything. Like the only thing that we really get to see from that is like their love interest that they have. Yeah. But one thing that I hate is like things that happen between movies. Like you know Iron Man would be like, yeah, me and pops, <laughs> me, me and pops were, were on the fritz. Yeah. We never actually saw any of that. Yeah. And you know Cap they'd be like, what's going on there? And he's like, well, I'm still in love with a woman who's you know 80 years old. <laughs> And I had a thing with her daughter, but like that was weird, so I didn't I didn't continue with that. Um, who else was it that like we didn't really get to see into their personal life that much, but like we got to see into their relationship and how it was. Oh, Thor! Thor how just yeah. randomly, it's like we didn't know what happened between Dark World and and yeah. Ragnarok. We don't know what happened where 
Thor just like, yeah, me and, uh, you know, we're not talking anymore. It's yeah. like, what happened? <laughs> like, y'all were fine in Dark World. What's going on? I know behind the scenes, Natalie Portman was like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. But then Marvel's like, hey, lots of money. She's like, okay, I'll come back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she just wanted respect. That's all she wanted. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to be treated like I'm just the, you know, just the girlfriend of Thor. <laughs> I'm motherfucking Natalie Portman. Because let's be honest, Natalie Portman in any relationship with anybody, you wouldn't be, she wouldn't be your girlfriend. You'd be her boyfriend. Yeah. Like, oh, that's Natalie Portman's boyfriend right there. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, yeah. Have you seen Star Wars? God she was damn. definitely the man in that relationship. She was the man. She had the ball. That's a completely other Disney <laughs> enterprise that we're not going to talk about right now. Um, overall, like... What what impressed you about the episode, or you know maybe you thought fell short as far as the episode? Uh okay, I'm gonna give a positive. The, the positive is, um, I liked how they got more into the psyche of Falcon and uh, Bucky, especially Bucky. Yeah. To just show what he's been going through and how he feels on the inside and how he's trying to like make up for his past sins. I like that. That's cool. Pretty dope. Nice parallel. The only downside I'd probably say is what you said earlier. I do wish they would have met each other again in this first episode. Yeah. But, like, I understand why they didn't. Do, I, I think they're really just trying to, like, show them, just show what they've been up to since then separately. And so when they come back together, they have a reason to, they have a good reason to work together, but they also have a good reason to not want to work together. Especially Bucky, since it seems like he's been just, Trying to avoid Sam for some reason, and Sam like, bro, I'm just trying to fucking hang out, man. I'm just trying to <laughs> leave just, me on red, dog. I think, I think the reason he's doing that, yeah, and just as someone who's, you know, a little bit of an introvert, and yeah. uh, or maybe a lot of it, you know, it varies day to day. We're both very, very, yeah. Very so, introverted. so it could just be that like he's just so busy doing his own things that you know, maybe he wants to like hang out with Sam. That's why he has his number in his phone, yeah. but uh, he's he's got his list. He's working on his list. He's working on himself, and he's trying not to get distracted from that. So maybe that's what's keeping him from, you know, having that relationship with Sam right now. And that's why we're going to probably see that next episode where they actually hang out more. Look, for all we know, Sam could be one of the names that's on the list because they were enemies at one point. He tried to kill Sam multiple times before. Yeah, but I feel like that. Like, I think that relationship is definitely... <laughs> I feel like they have... Out of all the people in the Avengers, especially the, the, the B-list Avengers, yeah, I feel like their on-screen bonds is definitely unspoken, but they're definitely friends. Yeah. I feel like that they probably, like, after Ultron and Civil War, they were hanging out at least a little bit, mm. talking to each other just a little bit. But I feel like we should wrap it up there. I can't wait to see what happens in the next episode. But hopefully you hear more from us. Stay tuned.